0: you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger,
1: for the ones who get it done. Are you kidding me? You are
0: looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris.
2: Welcome in, welcome in. Winning cures everything. Wednesday, April eighth edition of the show. I'm Gary, and I'm Chris. Chris, you know what I'm watching right now? What? The 2010 Alabama Arkansas game. Okay. I know you don't remember anything about this, but Arkansas nope. was up 20 to seven deep in the third quarter, and uh, and Alabama came back to win the game. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I've uh, I've turned to this as opposed to Madden streaming um uh, I'm tired of of game simulations and whatnot and now I'm just watching old uh old games. I watched LSU Clemson from this past year uh before this so this one just happened to pop up on my YouTube feed but uh but yeah I was uh I was pretty excited about it so let's see uh, on today's show uh oh by the way, you can always subscribe at your favorite podcast to have YouTube uh twitch Periscope, winningcureseverything.com is the website. You can find everything you need over there. We've got a new site coming. It has taken me a little bit longer to figure out than I thought it would, but I'm still planning on having it up uh, come next week. I would like to say Monday, uh, but we'll see. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, we already got Matt jumping in on YouTube. If anybody else is jumping in, obviously, if you haven't paid attention, if you're watching the show online live, uh, we have a chat box there. If you decide to chat with us, you decide to send us some comments, it's going to pop up right there. So go ahead and hop in. Uh, we would like to hear how you're doing, hear your thoughts on these topics. We are going to go ahead and call in uh, Mr. Mike Glenn, and uh, and I'll give his introduction once he gets here, but he's uh, one of my oldest friends, a, uh, a very good guy, taught me the ropes as far as uh, game, concert industry, uh, boxing, et cetera, et cetera. So I'll, uh, I'll give him the spiel here in a minute. Hello. Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm good. Good deal. So let me give the introduction here. This is Mike Glenn. The, uh, he's a concert promoter, former owner of the New Daisy Theater in Memphis, Tennessee, and a former boxing promoter. Uh, he has known a ton of people uh, across the board, whether it's in sports or in uh, music, etc. We lost John Prine yesterday. Uh, obviously, I was a massive John Prine fan. You're not going to find a lot of people like him. Incredible songwriter, uh, just an absolute legend. Uh, Mike, let's let's go ahead and get started with that. Let, Do you have any memories? I know you were talking to me last night. Uh, you know, we were texting back and forth. I was out on the back porch, smoking a cigar, uh, drinking some Johnny Walker, and listening to old John Prine records. You said that you had a memory from, like, 1991 when he played for you. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I did John Prine a couple of times. But 1991, is, I want to say it was the first time we did him at the New Days. So actually, I broke my own rule and, and booked somebody I liked instead of uh, <laughs> using the, the old way of, uh, you know, book book what's, what's popular. And, you know, with John Prine, who knew? You know, it, 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 it was a huge deal. It's a huge night for, for, for me, but it was it was a big thrill to have him play my place. But um, it was on, it was a Sunday night, and and, and and I used to do a monthly boxing show the you know, first Tuesday of every month, and I had a show that Tuesday with boxing, and I had a the former super middleweight champion Don Alon was fighting the main event. Uh, he'd gotten beat. Earlier in the year, uh, by Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, which was kind of a—I don't know if he ever—if he's ever witnessed that fight, but uh, he got hit in the throat, and that was uh, pretty painful.
2: Oh, I can imagine. And
1: at, at any rate, uh, he couldn't finish the fight, even though Lalonde a much better fighter than what he showed. But he—he you know, he called me up he, he married a girl from uh, the University of Memphis that lived out in Collierville. that's how he, you know. Became friends, I guess you could say, or, or associates. And he was needing to have a couple of fights, tune up fights, before he had a chance to fight for a title. And he called me up uh, that weekend. He said, You got John Prime playing there, too, Sunday night? I said, Yeah. He said, Anyway, uh, you can uh, let me come down and uh, introduce him to the crowd. And I said, Oh, absolutely. How do you know John Prime? He said, oh, I met him on a train in Canada. That's where John, <laughs> that's, that's where Daniel Lyon is from, is Canada. And uh, at any rate, uh, he came down and uh, uh, brought him out, and, and paid for his own tickets. He He's on the guest list. Bought six tickets. God bless.
2: <laughs> you gotta love that. But that, that was
1: uh, that was kind of a big, I mean, because uh, John Prine was not a real tall man. And, and, and down in the line was was over was, was well well close to six feet plus, and uh, uh, but uh, a well spoken individual, a real nice guy. But uh, and, and John Prine. But I, I've never seen him put on a bad show. Um, you know, the rumor mill had it in the last six months that he'd been sick. I was fortunate enough to see him in Somerset, Kentucky, at a festival two years ago at my in my girl's hometown. They did this thing in July called the Masters Musician Festival. And it's, it's over and dated with a bunch of regional acts that I've never heard of. And it's one of the finest festivals. Uh, i've ever been to i i i go to it i try to go to it every year i haven't been able to the last couple of years taking care of my mom but uh uh that was the last one i went to and then prine put on he, he had a full band with him and he put on one l on the show and um i i'm, I'm still very fortunate I got, I, I got to see that one that time he uh
2: he always has put on a, a really interesting show he's an incredible storyteller i only saw him once he's, he's in it in he's
1: he's let me tell you something. He's an interesting guy. I I, I remember before Soundcheck, Mikey was my son was about uh, I guess he's four or five, uh, and he was down there at, at, with me that day, and I was backstage with Prime, seeing if there was doing anything he wanted. He said, "No, these you know, coffee." So at that time, I still had the place next door, and we had a kitchen in the middle. I cooked some coffee up, and I took a hot plate back there, and I plugged the hot plate in. And of course, the power went out. <laughs> and Mikey, uh, in, in all of his grand wisdom, he says, you know, I told you, you do a show on Sunday, you made God mad and killed your power. <laughs> I don't know how four-year-old would come up with that kind of statement. All I could see was Prime's white teeth smiling.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, I could like th- see he,
1: <laughs> he, he, uh, he, he had some, some, some pretty heartfelt sh- songs uh I, I, especially uh at that point I, I remember seeing him back in the middle 70s at a place called poet's corner over on madison avenue i don't i don't know what what's in that building now but uh it, it wasn't the first poet's corner but uh him and jerry jeff walker used to play there with keith sykes on a semi-regular basis and uh I was. I, I want to say that 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 either Jerry Jeff or John Pryor or maybe both of them got arrested that night sleeping in their car drunk. I
2: could. I could one hundred percent see it.
1: So, something crazy like that. I remember seeing that the, the, the headlines of the press seminar. We used to have two newspapers at that time, and my father uh, in his barbershop used to carry both papers. And and I'm like, oh, I was at that, that freaking show. <laughs>
2: Wait, was this like front page news, or was this you know just just run of the bill in the middle of the paper?
1: Uh, I was the front pages of, 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 of the local news. Okay, okay,
2: <laughs> you know, be front, page, uh, front page news?
1: Oh, come on, man! Look, look you know, we <laughs> we live in a, a, a c- city that, that that even now don't even really have a newspaper. We've never That's had true. a newspaper here. Commercial pill, piece of crap, <laughs> and you know what. I'm I, I, I'm I'm a proven fact that you have some very soft stories written in that newspaper. Oh yeah, about people.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: I, I even had one written about me. Yeah, yeah. I'm still waiting on the investigation. What was that? Ten years ago? Twelve years ago? It's oh been, my god! It's I, been over yeah. a
2: decade. Yeah, it's been yeah, a little while. Yeah,
1: well, guy yeah, wrote the story, called me up for rehab. You know, part of his twelve step program, apologizing to me, but uh, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that. That's another world. But uh, I didn't mean to get off the, the oh, track no, there. But, uh, John John Prine it's a, it's, a, it's a great loss. I I thought he was older than seventy three. I didn't know he was he was he was that that uh, that young.
2: Well, he had, he lived a long and full life, and I think he fit more into his seventy three years than uh than anybody else could have. You know, he he, well, just, he did so much, and he was around so many interesting people. Uh, he had a real resurgence um in the past i guess 5 to 7 years uh thanks to Casey Musgraves and uh Jason Isbell and you know I, I, all of these guys that have come up that kind of learned songwriting under him you know i i went wrote oh, with my Zach God. Myers. you you can uh,
1: see you, you, you can, so you Sikes, can talk you know. about people like Todd Snyder who 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 used used to tour with him. Paul Thorne has toured with John yeah. Prine uh um, Sykes uh, uh, toured with, with, with John Prine. Uh, there's, and, and there's so many regional musicians that learned their trade and their, in their craft from watching him.
2: Oh yeah. I, I, and it's, cre- last and, night and, and, was, and, and, it's such a, it's so enjoyable to just listen to his songs because they are so real and he doesn't hide anything. Um,
1: oh, but to see his yeah. live show, it's, it's, uh, is something else. There's, there's 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 nothing like it. I mean, you know, I've seen Frank Junior. I've seen Tony Bennett a dozen times, uh, and, and all those are top five up there with John
2: Prime. Oh, I could believe it. I could believe it. Let's. Uh, I just.
1: It's, it's a great
2: loss. It's a great loss. It most certainly is. Let Let's jump off of that. Let's. I want to. I want to talk a little sports. Obviously, we are a sports show. Um, Chris and I have been going back and forth over the last few days. Uh, UFC. I know that you're not a big MMA guy, but you have been involved in boxing for years and years and years and years, um, and and you used to run fights like you were just talking about. Uh, UFC 249 is happening on April 18th, and the way that they have yeah, an island, right? Yeah, they are. They bought a private island, and they are doing fights there. The reason their initial plan was to do it at their own facility in Las Vegas. But the reason they couldn't do it at their own facility, where everything was already set up anyway, was because they couldn't get the fights sanctioned, because the Nevada State Athletic Commission told them that they're not going to allow any fights. Well, if you buy a yeah, private but, but, island, but, but,
1: but, but, but let me tell you something. That, that, that's that's ridiculous. I mean, why don't they just go to an Indian, uh, an, an Indian casino? Uh,
2: agreed, agreed. But it's it's, so, it's a sovereign
1: nation. I mean, I mean, look, when 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 I somebody first confronted. Called me up about doing bare knuckle fighting. I'm like, maybe in Mississippi, but State Tennessee. <laughs> I, I sit on that commission and they ain't gonna let me uh, get that pass. And next thing I know, they're doing it in Arizona at a, at a, at, a, at a Indian casino because they're a sovereign nation.
0: I never would have. I never even thought of that. Out of all the places we were trying to figure out how and where they could do this at, that would have been a whole lot cheaper.
2: Yeah,
0: I think yeah. So. Well, <laughs> I think I think they're responsible.
2: Well so explain I, this to it's me My like, opinion, your response. Well so and, and we kind of thought the same thing but if if you're not going to have the fight sanctioned anyway well, because there's no way to if if you're on a private island who's going to sanction it right? Uh why well, not yeah, just you do have it? your
1: own sanctioning body.
2: So but if but couldn't you do that in your own facility in Vegas? Well you know there's some
1: there's a fine line there. There's a very fine line. There. You can get yourself a little bit of trouble, especially if you're broadcasting it live, uh, and you're not paying the uh, the broadcast rights taxes to the state. They're going to have a problem with that, and if, and, if, and if they're not sanctioned, then they're not then they're not going to be able to, They're not going to have somebody there to to, pay, to collect the taxes. I mean, it's it's a it's a whole thing so,
2: when yeah. you're dealing with the state. Tell me, tell me about that. Like that's, I knew that you would know about this, and and you were on what the Tennessee State Athletic Commission? Is that right? For uh, oh, four fight- governors. Yeah. Okay, so so explain this to me because I don't know how this works. It, how do you go about getting these fights sanctioned? What is the purpose of the sanctioning? Uh, you know, if you've got an organization like the UFC who already has their own doctors, their own medical people, that everybody signs their waivers, there's insurance, everything else. How? What is the sanctioning process, and and why is it there?
1: Well, you know what? Because the unscrupulous promoters of years past, a fighter's not getting paid, fighters fighting under assumed names, fighters fighting five times in one week. You know, I mean that's that's got a lot to do with it. But then then again, on the on the flip side, of it, there's the there's there's uh, there's the tax part of it. Everybody's got to pay a fee, the timekeeper the referee, the judges, the seconds, the managers, the fighters. Everybody's got to pay a fee to the state. you got to have a license to the state. That is interesting. Then you got gate taxes. So basically – And you do an HBO fight or a Showtime fight, they have to pay taxes to the state. That's why Showtime and uh, HBO has got – you know, we could go to Ontario, California, do it cheaper out there than we can in Memphis. Yeah. Or in the state of Tennessee, <laughs> they overtaxed him.
2: Well, that, so that's how the, uh, the Mike Tyson and, uh, and Lennox Lewis thing ended up happening. Nobody would sanction, uh, or approve. Nobody sanction
1: Mike Tyson because of, uh, his. supposed, you know, crime that he probably didn't commit, but, uh, and, and, and trust me, you know what? A rapist should be taken out back and, uh, buried head down, but, uh, uh, I don't. I, I, there was something very odd about that whole thing, but nobody wanted to touch him. In fact, Mark Ratner, who was the state commissioner in Nevada, when he heard that we were, when when, when the state commissioner called me because I was the chairman of the committee, he says, "Can we license him? That, by all means, we don't have a multi-territory tr- t- clause in the state of Tennessee, and and the taxes that, that you're gonna and you're gonna pick up out of this whole thing for a world heavyweight championship fight." It's unbelievable. So we need to license this guy. I mean, my mother got mad at me. She said, "You're licensing a rapist." Ma, you know what? You got another whole story. But the yeah. thing is, you know, there's there's not a, there's there's not a mole turpitude clause and 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 your your state statutes. But you know, it, it's up to the, the the state commissioner whether he wants this person to do it or not, and if he's got enough lawmakers, you know, screaming at him, he's going, "Okay, he's in." But it would not even that with, with 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 here. Uh Brian Young called Tommy Patrick. Patrick called me, and I'm like, you know, I don't see any re- There's no rhyme or reason why we couldn't get a, a, a license. And so we did. And, you know, it was a $67 million impact to West Tennessee.
2: Yeah, it, it was. Nobody was thinking about that on Sunday. Oh, no. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So let's so back to UFC two hundred forty nine for just a minute. The this whole thing happening on a private island, what there has to be some kind of a risk here for them because I understand it's a cash grab. There's no live sports going on right now. These are they've got some pretty big fights lined up on it. They're gonna get everybody to this island and they're going to kind of quarantine everybody there, aside from the health risk. Uh, which I don't know that there is much. What 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 risks could there be for them? Um, not just financially, but as far as fighters getting hurt or anything else. Uh, what what kind of ramifications could come out of this?
1: Well, look, uh, the testing that, that the UFC does on fighters it's it, 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 it's it's pretty big. I mean, they don't just let somebody they pull somebody off the street, put them in the ring. I mean these guys got they've got to they, they go through a massive amount of, of, of tests to get a license, not just from the state, but from their organization. And you know I mean it, 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 it's mixed martial arts. I' a human cockfighting. I mean, I mean what are you talking about here? I mean what, 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 what can happen, what can't happen? I mean, it's a sport. I mean, Dana White's going to do what Dana White wants
2: to do. That's true.
1: And you know what? I, I, I don't see anything, my opinion, I don't see anything wrong with it. As long as he's abiding by all the rules and regs that he would in the States and and Great Britain and Africa or wherever, who, whoever would, would be a governing body close to this island, even even though you buy the island. It's still got to be under under somebody's
2: jurisdiction. Yeah, that's it. And true. somebody's getting the paycheck.
1: Somebody's getting the paycheck.
2: Oh, a hundred percent. Like these things don't come cheap. They don't come free. Uh, there's something else with it, and it's it's very strange to me that he won't tell anybody where this place is. Uh, but he's he's well, doing fights there for uh, for the next two months, every weekend. Well,
1: like I said, Dana White uh, has got plenty of dough. Cash is not an object. Uh, it's, it's it's unfortunate that uh, uh, he couldn't sit tight for for a little bit and, and, and let this pandemic run its course. Because I mean, it, it, some people would look at that that they're not that are not combative fight fans. That you know, this guy, you know, something's all wrong about this. You know me. I look at it this way: uh, it, it, as long as he's uh, got his doctors and 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 his 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 referees and his judges, and, and, and it's probably the same people he uses all the time. Oh yeah. And from what from from what I've witnessed of some of his shows, you know, it's everything's about board.
2: Have, I've you, have never, you ever met?
1: Him? I've never. Yeah, yeah. I met him uh, when they did the thing at uh, at the forum at. Uh, at the forum, yeah, yeah, he called. He called me. He called me. And says, uh, "Hey, this is uh, Dana White. I'm got your number from somebody, and uh, they said you might be able to hook me up. I got this TV show called Dana White, looking for a fight. That's is, that, is that the name of his TV show?
2: That's it. That's it. That's the one.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. He, he says, well, I, and while I'm in Memphis, I want to get introduced to a, a, a blues musician, and I want to write a song with him, and I want to perform it live on a stage on Bill Street." I called Eric Hughes and Eric put some things together. Dana came in town and I put him on the stage at Rumboogie Cafe.
2: Well, there you go. <laughs> Every so, showtime. I, I got to meet Dana one time uh, and we didn't have a conversation anything like that. I just shook hands with him, but he was at the uh, V3 fights uh, over at Minglewood Hall. And, uh-huh. uh, and he was doing the same thing for his TV show. But he. He seems like a good guy. We did have a comment jump in on YouTube. Uh, Matt said Dana is going to be smart about it. If he messes this up, it's going to be a huge black eye for the UFC. He's uh, absolutely exactly. right.
1: Whoever, whoever, whoever messaged you in is absolutely right.
2: Yeah, I, I think he's absolutely got to be. Right. He's got to be right about this. He's got to do it the correct way. I, I think that it has. It may have some political ties there. I mean, obviously, he's good friends with Donald Trump. Um, and they want to get sports back rolling.
1: Donald, uh, look, look here, Donald Trump got his hands
2: full right. Now. Agreed. Agreed. Agreed.
1: <laughs> he he, <laughs> he doesn't need any more stuck in his boat right now.
2: Now you're a hundred percent right about that. A hundred percent right. All right, Mike, we're gonna go let you go. We're gonna finish up talking some, uh, right. some college football. Hey, hey, look here. One, one, one thing,
1: right quick here. Okay. Just shout out to uh, to to, to uh, um, Ditch at uh, Rock One Hundred Three.
0: Okay.
1: He put things into perspective this morning on AM 60 and something that, that, that I have n- yet to hear anybody say, but it was, it was so true to, to form regarding this, 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 this COVID-19 as opposed to how many people die each year from the flu, cancer, and so on and so forth. It doesn't even match up to those numbers. Oh yeah. So people need to, I mean, we need to take this, this whole thing as serious as possible, especially the kids
2: from 18 to 30 i think that's who's uh spreading it around the most right
1: yeah and they need to they they need they need to stay home yeah this two will pass they need to stay home
2: that's i've lived my life i've had a great (laughs) life i've lived my life
1: these kids just starting out. they need to stay home
2: yeah take it seriously they got
1: plenty of time left in their life to to, to enjoy things
2: Uh, mike i've been home for over four weeks i'm i'm i have never wanted to go to a bar more or go to a show more in my entire life you know well, I'm so dead I'm, I'm back just... and forth taking
1: care of my mother and uh, grocery shopping and, 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 uh, and taking care of a few other people and you know I got my plate full and, and I'm trying to be responsible and and I'm, I'm only grocery shopping once a week and doing the drive-through with the pharmacies for people but uh, this is this is uh, I've never seen anything like this in my life. My mother can tell you about the depression era, but uh, you know that 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 was, that uh, it, it's it's pretty incredible. Anyway, rate, uh, college college football. What's going to happen with that? Are they are they still talking about camp on uh, the season?
2: They so there are so many different voices on this. Uh, actually, here, if you got a couple of minutes, we'll uh, we'll go on and bring you in on this topic. Um, so, Mike Gundy, uh, we talked about Dabo Sweeney. He's a uh, Clemson's head coach last week, and Clemson, you know, or Dabo yeah. said that, hey. We're going to have football. I'll go on and bank on it right now. We're going to be back and rolling. Everybody will be back over the summer, and we'll be practicing, and everything will be good to go. Uh, Mike Gundy, who is the Oklahoma State head coach, he came out yesterday and said that, uh, that he is planning on all of his staff to be back on May 1st, and that the kids will come in a couple of weeks after that, and they will go ahead and start preparing for the season. Now, the Oklahoma state athletic director and the, uh, the school president came out and said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like the football coach does not get to make these decisions, which absolutely <laughs> tickled me to death because football coaches across this country seem to think that they make the rules and it cracks me up to no end. Uh, the, the stuff that they are oh, saying, me and
0: you both.
2: Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. and And I can understand it because they make more money than anybody else at the places where they work. Uh, but this absolutely drove me insane. I know Chris is gonna have uh, he's gonna have some comments on this. But uh, but when I saw the story and and them backtracking on what he said, uh, it tickled me. Absolutely tickled me.
1: Well, that's good. He needs to <laughs> shut the hell up.
2: <laughs> I knew you. I just to you say. know what I'm a I'm a
1: I'm a huge college football fan and I'm a huge college basketball fan and have been all my life and. For the, for the tournament, you know, for the college basketball turn to be canceled, I mean that's like canceling the Super
2: Bowl today. Oh yeah,
1: and it's I, but you, you know what else? Is they didn't have really have a whole lot of choice.
2: No, nobody has any kind of choice right now. It, like, it, there's no timetable. There's no you can't come out and say, well, we're going to get started at this date and whatever because we don't know. Like, we don't know how many people have this thing. We've never seen this virus. There's no vaccine. There's no, there's nothing you can do about it. You just got to hold tight, and we don't know how long you got to hold tight. Um, but it is, you know, I, we had somebody else jump in on YouTube. It, it's the unknown factor if COVID nineteen will evolve and become resistant to medications. Uh, we can try all kind of different things, and we don't know what it's going to do because we've never seen it.
1: Well, it's it's it's. Um... It's pretty frightening that that uh, you 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 know you know I I've, I've been in some fights in my life but I usually can see what I'm fighting.
2: Yeah. That's the scary you part. You
1: put some tapes on a hand and put your dupes up and I still got the hand speed of boom boom man scene, but uh if I can't see it then they put me in the nut house.
2: Yeah? Yeah. You're right. <laughs>
1: you're and so right. you know what, you, you, you when you when you put 100,000 people into a stadium you just can't. You you just can't take that risk. And even if uh, this thing comes to a fruition in the next sixty days, thirty days, whatever, you know, who says it didn't, it didn't pop back up? Oh, yeah. I mean, we can't crawl. I mean, we're, we're the greatest country in the world. We can't crawl in a hole and hide. We have to move on with our lives. But it, it's got to be done in a timely fashion, and it not, not and not force the issue. I mean, when the president first came out to. You know everything's going to be at back up moment by Easter. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I thought that was you know yeah. What's he? He got a crystal ball he's reading because I'm I'm listening to the two doctors, the lady and the guy that that's been with him all this time, and they're all kind of like rolling their eyes, going, "Man, you know, you're back up here, you're you're you know you're you're giving people false hope." And he did, and now I mean, and and, and look, you know what? Love him or hate him, he's the leader of our free country. You know, he could back off of the tweets every once in a while. That gets a little annoying. But you know what? My four hundred one k up until uh, uh, February twenty uh, eighth, twenty ninth, thirtieth, whatever day, I was doing just fine. Oh yeah. Now, 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 I had enough money to live till I was ninety, and now I'm back up to
2: eighty. <laughs> That's yeah. Hopefully, it, it's it a rebound. lot better than it was. It's a lot better than it was. So hopefully, if- it rebounds. But, uh, hey, a week you know, and a half ago, I, there was almost nothing left. I mean, I, I looked at my retirement, and I shouldn't have. I, I should have waited. Bobby,
1: that's why my counter told me. He said, Dope, dope, dope. Don't look at us. Screw you. <laughs> so I called the guy over to hold my money. I'm like, Hey, you know what? You ever seen that movie, Casino? When Joe Pesci tells the lawyer, I want my money. When I knock you out, you get out of the coma, I'm getting out of prison. I'm going to knock your ass out again. Well, that's me. <laughs> hey,
2: let me see what I got. Let me Let me put some eyes on it. Uh, yeah, yeah you know, it's, it's so put it in the briefcase insane. and bring it to the house. <laughs> <laughs> like, just give me what I got and don't let me lose any more of it. That's uh, You know, but,
1: uh, it's, you. It's, it's, it's a very frightening situation. And uh, uh, like I said, uh, uh, college, I mean, to me, college football is bigger than college basketball. Oh, yes. And, and you know, to, to even fathom, I mean, my poor son, I, I've never seen him so depressed in my life over anything. Including his grandfather's death of, of, of losing the college tournament, basketball tournament. And then he's, he's, he's running through the streets because Chicken Little's telling him the sky's falling and we're not going to have college football. I just, this can't happen. Well, I'm kind of the same way, but you know, you know what? There's, there's bigger powers than us that, that call the shots, and all we can do is hope for the best. And I hope the good Lord uh, looks down on us and says, you know what? I think I punished you, you rat, rats, enough. Now I hope you you figured out what the, what's happened here and and move on with your life. Not that I'm a highly religious guy, but I've been going to the Catholic church a few times in my lifetime <laughs> in the last fifteen years. So
2: yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I but it's just it's, it's 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 just a very very trying time that we've been through. I mean, I, you know, nine uh, eleven, Pearl Harbor, all that stuff they keep talking about. It's worse than that, you know. Uh, I, My father went to Pearl Harbor and, you know, I I don't think he really ever got over, he wasn't there, but I mean, I'm just saying the fact of the matter that people that were living at that time and went through something like that and 9-11, nobody's really ever really got over that. Yeah. And this is, this is, this is worldwide, not just, not just one state.
2: Oh yeah. This is, this is everywhere. Uh, I think there's only five countries in the entire world that don't have it, and the only reason that they don't have it is because they don't have tests. And that's well, it.
1: well, the World Health Organization can kiss my Irish Italian ass. <laughs> we pay them four hundred million dollars not not to not to let us let us in on this little secret,
2: yeah, and, and, until it's too late. Oh, I I agree. I agree. I it, just it's ridiculous. I just got to like tell know. you, man.
1: That's that's no. Uh, it, 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 it 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 we we should have been. Informed,
2: uh, you would feel like we would be better prepared, you know. Uh, well, I
1: agree with you. Unfortunately, we weren't, so now we're having to live with this, and you know, let's just hope to God that uh, this 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 goes away sooner than later. I mean, I, I'm a concert, I still am, and I had to cancel twenty seven shows. God. I didn't know. I mean, that I mean, we hit a brick wall. I mean, between what we had over mango Wood and what Mikey had over at Growlers, I mean. We, we had a brick wall
2: That's a, and, and you don't know if we had reschedule some we,
1: those. uh you know some of them will get rescheduled I mean we we we've we already rebooked uh, uh the blues stage and in, in the in the front porch stage for uh, Bill Street music festival but uh, uh some of the acts on, on the other stages I don't, I don't I don't know I, I'm not privy to all that don't really want to be privy to it but uh we've been calling some acts uh, that uh, cape fit it in their schedule is coming through sooner so you know i, I told my guy, you know I, i'm not willing to put my neck out of line right now and send an offering on a show because we don't know what the future's going to entail yeah and it's in and, and, and you know these agents uh you know they're they're, they're grasping straws right now
2: i oh, mean no you're you're right about that you are a hundred Live
1: Nation, if you know, if you, if you, if you got 10000 dollars in cash laying around you on a invest, buy live, live Nation stuff.
2: It's gonna come back. <laughs> oh, it's it's gonna come back with a vengeance. That's I, It's I $26 a share that. right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a it's a good one to buy. It's a good one to buy right now. Mike, let me uh let me let you get out of here. we got to finish up this show. Uh I will call you right, once guys, we get done with this. I love you. Thank you so much for coming in and doing this.
1: You bet, guys. Y'all be safe, okay?
2: We certainly Let's go will. With this.
1: What 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 the coppers tell you to do?
2: <laughs> we, we will certainly pay attention. All right, we will talk okay. to you later on. All right, Tom. All right, bye. All right, that was Mike Glenn, concert promoter, former owner of the New Daisy Theater, former boxing promoter. Uh, lots of thoughts there, lots to discuss. We uh, we won't hit on those topics. Obviously, we already hit on those topics. Chris, um, well, I, I guess it, you you hadn't had a lot to say. But it's fine. It, we're good. It, nothing nothing really to hit love, on, right? Love
0: listening to Mike tell stories. That's good. Oh, man, he's yeah. Been he's been around. He's seen a lot of things.
2: One of the best. So, One of the best. Yeah. Got stories for everything. Everything. Um, last two topics that I wanted to hit with. Well, talk to me about Oklahoma State real quick. Uh, what were your thoughts hey, on it's this? it's
0: just another coach saying something stupid. Different. I love this guy. I hated the other guy. But at the end of the day, he, he doesn't have any control. Yeah. And, and he, he kept... I love guys that have up. hope. Right? I love yeah, that. Yeah. See, I, I, I'm I'm struck in this, like, I'm not one, I don't want to listen to somebody whine and complain about all the doom and gloom this is going to be. Right. But I also don't like the idea of false hope either. And that's all this is, is bullshit. Yeah. Like, I, I'm very, I've always, I guess, seen myself as a realist. And and sometimes I take things way too badly. Sometimes I take things way better than I should and, and I end up getting let down something to take things just right, but, but at least always see the real picture. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like these guys, they're, I guess it's just, they're just lying to us. They're just saying shit to say shit because they're bored. I think that's a lot of think of anything else they're saying. And, And you brought up the point about how, you know, they think they can run things. Well, shame on the school presidents and shame on the athletic directors the reason these coaches think they can do whatever the hell they want is because these people have allowed them to do whatever the hell they want unchecked for so long. What, what I don't understand is why would you not prep these guys before they
2: come out and talk
0: what about these gonna, things? What are you going to tell them? Like, what, if you picked up the phone right now and you were the athletic director for Alabama, what the hell do you think you could honestly tell Nick? If you I mean, told him, it. "Hey, don't say anything," do you think has anybody at Alabama ever picked up the phone and told Nick, "Hey, don't"?
2: I, I mean, you got a point. You've got a very good point. I'm and just a- damn
0: sure can't do it now if you've never done it before, because you have. Because then they're just going to ignore you. You have to earn the right to be heard as a leader. You have yeah. to earn respect from the people that work for you. And if you've never stood up to these coaches before. You damn sure can't do it today. You just have to apologize for them and move on. But at the end of the day, while I look at Gundy and while I look at Dabo and I think moron, I look at the people behind them that work as their bosses, and I think weak leadership. Yeah, I do. And I, I would much rather that. be seen the fool, which a lot of people see me as that. That's fine, <laughs> than weak as a leader. Yeah. Absolutely, a hundred percent. You can, you a fool can be a fool. That's fine, but but I would I would be devastated if somebody saw me as a weak leader, as a weak person.
2: Yeah, I uh, I, I could think agree with those that.
0: men befo- behind them are weak.
2: Um, yeah, I agree with you. I do agree with you. Uh, I I don't know a way to stop it other than uh, You can't.
0: You can't. I mean, if there's, you uh, don't have not, a history of standing up to these people, you're not going to now. You can ask them. That, that would be like your child asking you to stop doing something. If yeah. you called your dad tomorrow and said, Dad, stop doing something that you find annoying that your dad does, is he going to listen to you at all? Not a chance. Because why would he? You're his child. Yeah. You're his child. That's not how this hierarchy goes. you no, your a father. I've lived this long, and what I do that annoys you is just part of you being my son. Get over it.
2: Get over it. Yeah, you're you. right.
0: You're right. That's, that's and, and I'm going to be that way with my kids? That's fine. I'm still that way with my kid right now. They ask me to stop doing stuff all the time. No, no, I'm the adult. No, I'm the that.
2: adult. I'm gonna do what I want to do, yeah. uh, and that's the way it goes. So, and and they pay these guys so much; they are the highest paid um, employees at the in entire the school in the state, not just
0: in the school, in the fucking
2: state. Well, in in the state, as far as uh, state employees go, you know, I mean, obviously, you got other guys that make a but, and, and it it's not the same for every state.
0: But, sure. The coaches in California have a lot of tycoons that make a lot more money. There's nobody in the state of Mississippi making more than the football coaches. Yeah, okay? There's some big money farmers that have inherited money and family money that has hundreds of millions of dollars, but what they make a year out of what they produce and sell, ain't that.
2: Yeah, agreed. Ain't agreed.
0: that. They, they, they got some residuals coming in off of things that grandmama and granddaddy did you know, fifty years ago, hundred years ago, but and that money's making money, but but they're not actually earning a paycheck. What what? And it's Mississippi. What are they? Six million dollars? Five million dollars? Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, I, that, I you're, think, not, I you're think not. Lane talking, is making four and a half. Yeah, or you're five not
0: talking that, nine million dollars that some of these guys are getting or eight. You yeah. know, whatever. You're not getting. You're not close to that money.
2: no you're right about that. uh I do want to talk to you. I don't know if you heard this earlier. Tom Brady on Howard Stern today. Uh and it became a national story. I mean, this interview lasted well over an hour. I hate I hate that I don't have Sirius and I didn't hear it. Uh good luck for or good news for everybody is that uh all of these NFL insider guys had really nothing going on so they all were tuned in and they were all tweeting about it. Uh Mike Garofalo, uh Ian Rapoport, they were all listening and tweeting uh they were talking, um, let's see, Tom Brady telling Howard Stern the story behind him no longer going to OTAs the past few years. Uh, that all had to do with his marriage. Giselle wanted him to start carrying more of the load at home. Uh, he said, I had to check myself. Uh, she said she wasn't satisfied with her marriage. All of that kind of stuff was uh, very revealing. Uh, very, He's
0: very much a real person. Yeah, I've it was seen it was. Fascinating. with him to know that he is a real dude he's not just some pretty boy prima donna that lives in a shell and and is you know made in a lab yeah now you're
2: you're right about that him he was saying and this is exactly what you thought was going on uh him leaving the past to sign with the bucks what he he told stern uh that free agency was a nice process he said it felt good to be and then he trailed off and talked about it being the first time he'd been recruited since high school, it sounded like the last word of the sentence would have been wanted. Yeah. So it, that's exactly what you said. It's, Told you. It, it's Told exactly you. what he – who showed him that?
0: Who taught him that?
2: Uh, uh, who taught Peyton him that? Peyton Manning. Oh, Peyton Manning. Yeah. Now you, yeah, 100%. Uh, at Stern asked Brady if he, would, uh, if he would let his kids play football, and he said, absolutely. Yeah, there's something about contact sports that teaches you about respect, discipline that, get, uh, that you don't get in non-contact sports. Um. That's this was incredibly interesting. I, I can't wait for it to go up online. I, I
0: wonder is there a place I can go to find it? Because I it, saw it'll people be on YouTube about it, but I don't have Sirius, and I don't really even know where to find it. That's I think what, Sirius one is one actually, of the things that I hated when Howard Stern went to Sirius, as he went for an exclusive deal and,
2: and made a massive, like a fortune. God, well, he made yeah, so much money.
0: and it sucks now because in the world of podcasting, if he just put his Show out on podcast form every day, then he would make uh, an obscene amount of money on advertising. I agreed. He'd make, I, I think he absurd. could probably make more money, but I'm not really sure what he's making. I know this Rogan's podcast made $30 million last year. Uh, Stern, I don't know that Howard's making $30
2: million. Stern got a $50 million, or no, it, it was a $500 million over 10 years. Okay. And so he doesn't even have to work every day.
0: No, you're right. Then no, that's more than Joe, and that was that yeah. was starting a long time ago. So yeah, yeah it's a it's a lot of money. He, he he makes an absolute killing. I know it just makes it hard to find his content yeah. or, or to have to be able to get his content if if you're not a serious guy. It it'll be on uh, it'll be on YouTube. Um, but I think yeah, within the next right. week. somebody will, somebody will share it out on YouTube. Well, not
2: even that. Like from his official account, they they typically put that stuff out like a week later. Oh, do they? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's just going to be stuff. on YouTube a lot.
2: So, yeah, it's uh, it'll be on YouTube. It'll be good stuff. So, uh, for Michael, if he's still watching, by the way, I accidentally blocked him. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. Uh, but I blocked him from the comments. I don't know how that happened. But I'm, I'll fix it. I will get it fixed either way. Uh, last topic I wanted to hit on. You brought this up to me. I didn't even know it was happening. The last four years Masters oh. final rounds are going to be shown on CBS. What what do you know about this?
0: Well, no, no, no. This isn't the last four years Masters. The last four? No. No, this is, this is, no, look, I, I actually wanted to spend some time on this. I don't know how, how long you want to go. Oh, Ron, let's, let's just roll. I want to spend to some time on this. Yeah. Talk right? talk to me about it. Tell me. Today's Masters was 86. Today ESPN. Oh. So ESPN normally has the par three Thursday and Friday. CBS has Saturday, Sunday. So ESPN is doing three days of Masters coverage. CBS is doing three days, uh, two days of Masters coverage, and they're doing old final rounds. Today's at started at two o'clock, um, Central Time. Was Jack Nicholas's final Masters win, nineteen eighty six. Jack Nicklaus beat Greg Norman by one stroke. Finishes with minus nine. That was his last Masters. That was his last major win. So, if you want to rewatch some of these tomorrow. 1 p.m. This is the Lord's time, okay? We work on Central Standard Time. (laughs) God's time zone. That's right. That's right. All you East Coast elite out there, y'all going to move over. Um, (laughs) 2012's master at 1 o'clock. This is Tiger Woods' first master's win, and this is his most dominating win I can imagine. Tiger finishes minus 18 to Tom Kite, minus 6.
2: Good gracious,
0: he just blew that. away the field, Yeah, blew away the just complete domination. The very next day, you know, he gets the interview, or whatever he says, hello world. And then you see all these Nike commercials come out about him, introduce himself to the world. If you can't do the daytime thing tomorrow night, 6 30 PM, you're going to get, um, Oh no, I'm wrong. The afternoon one is Bubba Watson's Bubba Watson's. Masters win, minus 10. He goes into a tiebreaker with Louis oost That 1997 starts at 6.30 p.m. tomorrow. Okay, okay. So so everybody can watch it. That's prime time. Friday, you get 2013's Masters in the afternoon. That's uh, Adam Scott's win against the afternoon. The evening, sorry, is 2005's Tiger Woods. Another Masters win. This one is where he goes into a playoff uh, against Chris DiMarco to win that one. Um, some of these are significant, which is why I wanted to wanted to kind of run by them, I'm, and I'm, I'm going as quick as I can. Saturday, oh, you get into CBS. You get Jack Nicholson's – Nicholas's 1997 uh, – 1975, sorry, Masters at uh, 1230. Um, that's one where he beats out Jotty Miller, and uh, great, great, great opportunity. 2004 at 130. is Phil Mickelson's first Master win – and this was also Phil's year that he won the U.S. Open. His okay, his, uh, so that's that's probably his best season, uh, best four, best majors year. Yeah, best. Well, it was probably his best year in golf. is when he yeah. was on top of the world. He beats out Ernie Elms in this Masters, uh, and then they finish it off Sunday afternoon with the final round from last year, where Tiger has his massive comeback to to take off to you know two of the best golfers young golfers in the world of Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson and, and beat them. So yeah. That's I, I'm, I'm, I am fired up about getting final rounds, master coverage. I know that I've seen these things. I know who's going to win. I know the collapses that happen. I know the surges that happen. I remember them. The, the older ones I remember because I, I was just raised watching a lot of golf by golf guys. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's, and I don't know. It's just something that I'm excited. We're not getting the Masters as normal, and so I'm I'm, I'm very grateful that we'll get to see to see this.
2: Oh, I I am too. Uh, Joseph Gomez jumped in on YouTube said Tiger Woods with the 20 inch arm uh, years walking around like 240, uh, walking around at 240 like he was LeBron with a good club.
0: Like that's I, right. Yeah, that's right. 100. Yeah. No, Tiger's yeah, Tiger's 2005. Yeah, he's as swole as he could be. Yes. Just, That's when he's training with seals and stuff. I think.
2: Yeah, I. <laughs> that article about him training with uh all the different things that he was doing at that time was just bonkers. Just but at at some point, I mean, you got to find something to kind of keep you going, right? So yeah. So anyway, I, uh,
0: just, just really cool situations and uh, just stuff on TV. Sports is on TV. Yeah. This is what I wished these guys would be doing. I is, was going to
2: mention that. This is what you want instead of simulations, instead of the NBA you know, playing horse yes, and whatever. Give me
0: give me older stuff. Yes, you can't get it. Okay, you can't, you can't bet on it. You know what? If you want to get sports back, a lot of what's going to take sports coming back and these guys trying these island things or these going to a city and taking over in the middle of nowhere things is money. And if the casinos want the money, if the sports books want the money coming in on it, then they need to help offset it. Yeah. They need to call these places and say, what is it going to take? What are you needing?
2: Yeah, Do you, what need, do you need housing?
0: In- do you need fields built? Do you and need we this? Do you need that? We'll pay for it. And you don't even have to put it as a, as a sponsorship. Because most of these places don't want these guys as sponsors. If you're the NFL, you don't want these guys as sponsors. That's fine. That's okay. We, you don't have to put our name anywhere. We just need the action.
2: Yeah. I, I agree. I agree 100%. Ah, oh, what a day. What a day. We're going to have Lynn Simon on tomorrow. We're going to talk some baseball with him. Uh, excited this, about that. Yeah, I, I can't wait to uh, – I want to hear about his uh, his thoughts on what is going on with Major League Baseball and the idea of, you know, starting up in Arizona at just in a quarantined, uh, isolated area. I want to hear what he says about that. Uh, I want to hear his thoughts about, you know, he's a, a minor league team owner. I, I want to hear – what they like how they operate everything yeah. else so we'll we'll talk to him about that we'll talk to him about the uh, the idea of college football you know changing the way that the season goes obviously he is involved uh heavily with the NCpa um you know we'll talk about the players whether or not the players even want to come back and play you know it, it, if it's not going to be like it normally would be, why would they want to play like i I don't know it's I, I can't wait to have that discussion it's going to be a good time we thank uh, Mike Glenn for hopping on today. He is always an entertaining listener. If you forgot or or didn't get in for the early part of the show. make sure you go back and listen to that on the podcast. make sure you are subscribed. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Uh, the show is live every day around 4:30 or so sometimes it's 4:45 but typically 4:30. If it's going to be earlier, we'll do our best to our best to uh, to let you know. But uh yeah today was a good one. I can't wait for tomorrow as well. Uh, make sure you subscribe, make sure you share the show out, leave a nice review, and uh, <laughs> and to close it off, Joseph Gomez said, desperate times, Nicaraguan and Belarus or Belarus soccer is not doing it for me. Uh, we feel you. We feel you 100%. So we appreciate everybody tuning in today. We appreciate Matt and Michael and Joseph and all the others that jumped in on the feed for uh, commenting and whatnot. We will see you all again tomorrow. Uh, Chris, is there anything we need to hit before we head out? That's it. All right. We appreciate you guys. We will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com. Or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at winningcures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show,
0: leave a nice review,
2: and make sure to comment and tweet at us.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile